Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey there, my friend, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're with me today. You know, if you're like me, uh, social media is can, can, you know can be a real blessing in your life, and it can get what you're doing out to tons and tons of people. But sometimes it's like you know, <laughs> it can be a weight around your neck. And sometimes you know you're like, okay, I love it, but I don't know what else to say. I'm not sure how I should be interacting with people. What do I do? It just can be overwhelming. All right. Some of you look at what we do on social media, on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook, and go, Matt, do you struggle with this? Absolutely. Well, listen, one of the go-to people that I go to in my life uh, to learn uh, the newest, best things to be doing in social media, especially in the Instagram realm, is a friend of mine named Melissa Pruitt. Melissa and I and her husband, Paul, have been friends uh, for quite a while now. We've been in a mastermind group for a number of years. And uh, listen, when she talks, I listen. (laughs) She is one of these people that uh, really, really, really has a great handle and ability to teach social media in a way that is easy and approachable. And I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. She's the founder of a new company called InstaPosts, uh, which is all about helping you uh, be able to have things to talk about and uh, have conversation prompts on Instagram and just a great, great person uh, to get to know and follow in the social media space. So you're going to love this interview with her. And uh, And here's the great thing. This is not just a one-time deal with her. She and Paul are both going to be speakers at the Thriving Christian Artist Conference. Now, listen, as you're listening to this, I hope you're saying, yes, I'm going. I'm going to be there. If you're not, I'm like, hello, (laughs) what are you thinking? Listen, there is no other conference in the world that brings together your art life, your business life, your marketing life, and your spiritual life, your, your heart and mind, how you're aligning with the kingdom, all in one place for artists. And that's what the Thriving Christian Artist Conference is all about. It's not only a chance for me to be able to speak into your life, to teach you some of the, the core principles that, that we teach inside the Created to Thrive Artist Mentoring Program that are making huge, huge impact in, in, in artists' lives. It's also a chance for me to bring some of the best speakers I know in the world in the areas of marketing, your spiritual life, uh, business, finances, kingdom finances. Uh, I'm even bringing my financial planner there. All right. (laughs) This is going to be an incredible, incredible weekend for you. And I do not want you to miss it. All you got to do is just click uh, the link that's down in the show notes and you can find out all about it. Listen, we we filled up uh, almost 50% the first day that we opened. All right. We've still got some spaces open. We want to make sure that you get a spot and you can join us. All right. So don't delay. Uh, like all of our, our events, they sell out pretty quickly. So we want to make sure that you get the opportunity to join us in March 2020 here uh, in the Asheville, North Carolina area over at the Ridgecrest Conference Center uh, for that for that conference. going to be a great opportunity for teaching. Even more than that, a great opportunity to sit around the, the, the whole retreat center at meals and at evening time and in sessions with other artists that are doing the exact same thing that you're doing. Growing their business, growing their skill, growing in Jesus, and uh, being all that God's got for them in the kingdom. I would love for you to be there. So make sure that that you click that link and, and find out all about it. All right. Well, hey, I, I was going around and I was like, I need some uh, to you know give some shout outs today. And so I was looking over at Stitcher 
and a lot of you use Stitcher to listen to the the podcast. And I was like, look at Cheryl Lamine. Oh my gosh, she's in the mentoring program. I know Cheryl. I'm like, Cheryl, you left the most beautiful, uh, you know, review. And so I was gonna read it because I was like, this is really sweet. So thank you, Cheryl. She said, uh, the title of her review is worth the listen. And she says, uh, the purpose of this weekly podcast is to show artists are thriving and its variety of guests is not just limited to visual artists. Matt is a positive person who knows that we are all encouraged and strengthened when we hear about others' creative journeys. Heck, I've even been in a a few new creative ideas myself just listening to, to former guests. I especially like that it's a quick podcast and doesn't take more than about 20 to 25 minutes. I can finish one just running around town. And then she goes and talks about the Thriving Christian Artist Facebook group and the mentoring program and all that. Cheryl, you're making me blush. <laughs> Listen, thank you, Cheryl, so much. It, it means a lot. Your friendship means a lot. And uh, I'm just so glad that the podcast is a blessing um, in your life. And listen, if you've not reviewed the podcast or you're just listening to it for the first time, you've not hit the subscribe button, please do that. So uh, you can let me know that the podcast is a blessing in your life, that it's an encouragement to you. And uh, also when you hit the subscribe button, that ensures that you'll never, ever, ever miss another episode uh, of what God's doing here on the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. All right. Well, hey, without further ado, I'm going to get out of the way and introduce you to my great friend, Miss Melissa Pruitt. Enjoy this interview. Well, hey, everybody. I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. I've got one of my friends, Melissa Pruitt, with me, who is not only an awesome person, but a social media guru. Melissa, I'm so glad that you're with me today. I'm so excited that I'm here today. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. We've had the pleasure of getting to know each other over the last few years through one of our common mentors in the internet space and and all that sort of thing and have been in a mastermind group together and gotten to see each other's businesses grow and morph and and all of that. And uh, just so excited to for you to be able to share with, you know, with our listeners today on the podcast, what you're doing, take just a second, let everybody know who you are, what you do and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. With sure, sure. Yeah. So um, I am a social media strategist, marketing strategist and content strategist. And I work specifically with entrepreneurs with building their Instagram engagement and using right. Instagram as a marketing tool. And um, I know we're going to talk a little bit about that, but I love Instagram and how <laughs> you can really connect with your followers in just a really different and personal way. Um, and it, it kind of ties in with my background because I didn't start off in business. I actually have a psychology background. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I You're actually analyzing me the whole time we're talking. <laughs> this is making me nervous. <laughs> I I love learning about people, and actually, um, I was a I was a therapist for over a decade. Wow. So yeah, so um, my background really started off in psychology and learning about people and how people work, how our brains work, how people think, and how we react, and and um, you know, relationships and. I did that for about um, over 10 years. I was a therapist and I actually did some coaching as well um, and had really great progress with my clients. Got to work with all different clients from different walks of life. I worked with um, you know, women with challenges with body image issues. I worked mm. with families um, and I transitioned into the, the business world. And what was interesting is that 
in the business world, it's the same types of challenges of right. relationship building and connection. And it's the same things that, you know, uh, different levels, of course, but the clients I was working with, but at this end of the day, we're all people and it's yeah. learning just relationships. So I take the information that I know with my psychology background into the business world. It makes it really, it makes it really fun and interesting. That's so good. And see, we've not even talked about any of this. We're just like, let's do a podcast, you know, but <laughs> So you don't know this about like in the mentoring program and all that kind of thing, but I'm always telling artists on the podcast and in my mentoring program, listen, nobody buys art because they need it. <laughs> nobody buys art because they think you're awesome. They buy because of connection. They buy because of relationship that, you know, no like and trust, you know, kind of relationship. And the more that you build relationship, the more that you have the opportunity to serve your clientele through the things that, that you purchase. And I think, you know, maybe this is a place to jump in. So many people miss that when it comes to social media because they think it's just about getting likes or getting followers or getting clicks or direct messages or whatever and making it always transactional. And I've always thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've always thought that social media, while it can be transactional, that is somebody click a button and buy something, it's really about brand building and relationship building in order to, um, to move people into your little world, if it were, you know, to, as an artist, know how I create, know how I work, know what's important to me. Absolutely. Am I on the right track? <laughs> you are, you are. It's, it's so, it's so interesting because with social media, it's just, it's a new way of communicating with people, but old school stuff is that's the things that, that work. It's, it's right. those relationships. Like you had mentioned, you know, we're in this mastermind together where we talk and we, we have those conversations and we've built such a great relationship, such a great friendship. And that's, what's going to stand the test of time. And right. it's just, it's just using the, the app. And I talk about Instagram. Instagram can be your best marketing tool when you use it all about the relationships and mm. connection and a two-way dialogue where it's not just all about you pushing your stuff because that feels icky, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's you connecting with people and having that two-way dialogue and getting to know people as people. And that's what's going to set you apart from everyone else in your market. That's what's going to make you stand out. And um, like, know, and trust people buy from people that they like, know, and trust people yeah. buy from people that they, they, they feel like they have that connection with. So it can be such a great and powerful tool to use. And it all starts with, with that connection piece. Yeah. You know, I, so many artists, because they're intuitive, emotive, you know, that sort of thing, they really shy away from the marketing end of things because it maybe they've seen somebody or experienced that kind of used car salesman. Apologies to all the used car salesmen. Out there, <laughs> but, but they kind of, they don't like that slimy, slick feeling. And again, sales and marketing when it's at its best is I don't think ever about trying to get somebody to buy your thing, but rather it's about understanding where they are and understanding how you can serve them. And I think that's what I love about your, you know, perspective when it comes to social media, it's, it's not about trying to convince somebody to buy something or, you know, as we maybe say, hornswoggle them, you know, <laughs> you know, twist their arm into doing something or tricking them. No, it's about building that authentic relationship so that they, um, so that you can really serve them, you know, in a way that that's authentic. So now I have to admit, um, you know, of course I'm an artist. I built a very successful art business over the years, um, was in marketing for those people that don't know, you know, for years and years, I was late to the Instagram game because, and it's still not, I'm just being honest. It's not, I'm more of a Facebook guy, you know? I'm, I do Instagram because I, you know, kind of, 
I think I need to, and uh, it's building and, and that sort of thing. But talk about the difference between Instagram and Facebook. Do I need both? Do yep. I, I mean, and how do you approach them differently? Because they're completely different animals. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like to look at Instagram and Facebook as, as sisters. So they're, they're very complementary to each other. And you're right. There's some people that gravitate more towards Facebook than Instagram. But what I absolutely love about Instagram is that on, on Facebook, you have your personal profile where you share everything about your life, your family, you know, what you do on the weekend, all those fun things. And then you have your business page, which is really about what you do, um, showing your work, um, doing tutorials and things like that. And for the most part, they stay pretty separate. Um, you can cross promote back and forth and do some personal things on your business and vice versa, but they're kind of in their own little, in own little worlds. What I love about Instagram is that it takes those two pieces, the personal and the business, and it smushes them in together into one app. And what you'll find is when people use Instagram, right, it's that relationship building because they are showing what they do on a regular basis. They're showing their store, they're showing their work, but then they're also talking about, you know, the personal journey behind that. They're talking about uh, what they do on the weekends. They're talking about their family and they weave the content up as far as personal business throughout their stories, throughout their posts. So it's just a nice way, again, building that like, know, and trust factor so that you become recognizable. When people think of what it is that you do, you become talking of mind because you've been so interesting in sharing things about your life that you just you just follow these individuals that are sharing parts themselves and you just you want to know more about them then naturally when there's an opportunity where you can share something that makes sense right. um, someone is going to take that buying decision with you or refer you and you just are top of mind so that's what i love about it because it really is about meshing the two together and yeah. having that business side and that personal side and, and sharing both of those in one app yeah you know, I, I get this question all the time from people. They're like, man, how do I get more people to buy my thing or whatever? And, you know, I've got a new, like, you know, they come to me and they're like, I've got this new art class. Like it's going to be the only art class online or whatever, you know, how can I get more people there? And I'm like, listen, nobody, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody cares about your art class. Nobody cares about your conference. Nobody cares about you. They care about developing a relationship with you. And I think when you do that, you, you really push out any idea of competition because there is no competition in relationship. Yes. You know, when people like you, then I may be saying the same thing as somebody else and yes. they may be saying it better or they yes. may do better work or whatever it is. But when you uh, develop relationship with it, that, that relationship becomes the unfair advantage that I think we're all looking for, you know? Abs absolutely. And because we all are individuals and we all have that God given gift, you know, why wouldn't we share about that about ourselves? You know what exactly. I mean? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't we try to connect and, and there is no competition. I love that yeah. because it's just, it's just you being yourself connecting with your people from your perspective. And you know, that's, that's what sets you apart from everyone else. So there's, there's really is no competition. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists, I think because, of the, maybe the way they grew up, their own baggage around their creativity, maybe what they thought about what's appropriate or what's not in promoting themselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of them really struggle with this idea of what some would call self-promotion. And again, yes. <laughs> that kind of icky feeling or that feeling of being prideful, like they're kind of putting themselves out there. And, um, you know, I know that when I've traveled in Australia or England, um, they have this thing that they call the tall poppy syndrome, which is essentially don't be the tall poppy in the field because if you do you're going to get your head cut off you know <laughs> just kind of be with everybody else don't rock the boat and that sort of thing and talk about how instagram can really be that place where you can share authentically 
without having to feel like you're being prideful or pushing yourself. Yes. And I love this because I get this a lot um, coaching people that they are kind of shy to promote themselves because they don't want to seem like they're bragging. They don't want right. to seem like they're above anyone else. And really what this is, this is one of the pieces of content that I teach people. This is all about positioning yourself, position yourself as the expert in what it is that you do. Because again, you have that unique talent, that unique skill, right. something that you can give to this world that you can really share and, um, and help people with. And when I tell people about position yourself, what it does, it really lets people know that you have their back. Um, when you position yourself as an expert, you let people know you have their back, you've got them, you can help them, you've been through this before, you've helped other clients before in this situation. And really, coming back to that psychology piece, this fulfills a basic human need. Um, one of the most basic human needs is that need to feel secure and safe. Mm. Yes. So when you position yourself as an expert and you do it from a place where it's, you're truly just sharing what it is that you do and how you can help and how you've helped other people with whatever it is that you do, you're letting people feel safe. You're letting people feel secure that they can work with you, that they can trust you. And again, you're helping them in that, in that way because they want to come to the expert. We don't want to go like, I wouldn't want to go to a doctor that's just like, <laughs> has no clue what he's, what he's doing. I want to exactly. know that he has those skill sets to help me. So it's the same thing with anything that you do. Um, you know, whether you're an artist, whether you're a coach, whatever the, the case might be, you're positioning yourself as an expert and you're letting people know that you have their back and you have their best interests in mind. Yeah. And just to make that kind of translation to an artist as opposed to an expert influencer, mm -hmm. you know, somebody like you or I that's kind of helping people succeed. As an artist, you know, one of the things like when people walk in my studio, I've got articles of me in newspapers and magazines and all this kind of stuff. And I, I share those same things on Instagram. And when an accolade comes my way or an interview comes my way, that's part of, I think, building that reputation as an expert that in a non-braggy way, yes. you're just kind of letting people know subliminally, hey, I'm recognized, you know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, I know what I'm talking about. I, I've always told artists that, you know, when I'm a big believer in sharing, uh, when you when you sell a piece of art, if at all possible, deliver it, take a picture of it in mm -hmm. context in the home because that's one of the reasons my work has been gotten so many accolades over the years is that I take pictures of my work in million dollar and multi-million dollar homes. Mm -hmm. So subliminally, immediately when people look at my website or Instagram, they say, Oh, his work must be expensive. His work must be important. His work must be valuable. And yes. it builds a brand story. I think around what you're doing in a way that that you don't have to say anything, right? A picture's exactly. worth a thousand words. A picture's right? worth a thousand words and you're positioning yourself as the expert and you are fulfilling the need for that client. So other people that are looking, you know, for those beautiful pieces of art um, to bring, you know, that inspiration or joy or, or whatever it is that they need in their life, like you're fulfilling that need and you're letting people know that you can help them with solving that, that challenge that they might have in their life. Absolutely. And I think the same for those that are, that are teaching art, you know, mm -hmm. either via online courses, which many are doing nowadays successfully, or even in-person courses, sharing stories, sharing pictures, testimonials, things like that. Again, celebrating what's happening in, in the, the realm of what you're doing is a huge way without having to sound like I'm bragging, I'm the mm -hmm. person, you should celebrate me, all that. It's not about that. 
Yes. Just yeah. about telling the story. Yeah. I always no. like to, oh, go ahead. No, that's fine. I was like, I always like to say, relate selling to sharing. Like, yeah. it, and if you have something that's really amazing to give, like, why wouldn't you share that with people? Why would you be selfish and hold it back? And so yeah. if, if, if everyone could really just reframe their mind that really they're just sharing what it is that they're doing and not being selfish and just giving value, then the, the sale will come, but just, right. just reframe it as, as sharing. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, it's kind of, you know, I teach this thing in, in our mentoring program that I call the Parthenon marketing plan, which is essentially, you know, if your business is the roof of the Parthenon, then all the pillars underneath that are like all your marketing strategies. And yes. if you have, you know, if you have one silver bullet, you know, one show or one social media post or one, you know, that you're trying to, to base your whole business off of, which a lot of people do, mm -hmm. you're going to find that seasonally or when the economy changes or whatever, you're in a mess. But I think, again, one of the things that social media does, especially Instagram, is allows you to build that brand and build those relationships so that when the economy does switch, when an election goes crazy, when, you know, uh, it seasonally changes or whatever, your business is not at the mercy of those external changes. You've built a very firm relationship with your clientele. And That's so true. That's so true. And, and again, people are just getting to know you as the person. So no matter what it is that you do, and if that change in see that change that season changes, yeah. you can you again, you're still the same individual, and they are still connected to you at you know the levels of the heart. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. I love that you know because it builds a confidence in artists. I I know that the shows that I've done over the years, you know, sometimes you get next to nervous Nelly or you know <laughs> this kind of person next to your booth and. They're like, well, it's an election year. It's going to be horrible. Or the economy's down. It's going to be a bad show. Or how's your year going? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not living in that. I, I know that when I am true to who God's created me to be, when I'm doing the thing that I love, that I'm purposed to do, and I'm sharing that authentically, there's a confidence and a, a healthiness in my business uh, that allows me to, to keep going. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, now, one of my pet peeves, this is my pet peeve about social media. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here it is. I, and sometimes I'm guilty of it too, but I'm just going to say I don't like it. I hate it when people put the same thing they're putting on Facebook on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Because I'm like, if I saw you on Facebook, I don't want to see the same thing <laughs> on Instagram. So am I off base in that? I mean, is that like the, we should be repurposing and put it everywhere or because I'm like, I think there should be different things in different places, right? Well, there's two ways to look at it because yes, you always want to create that original content. I think as an artist, we always want to be just right. creating and doing things. And at the same time, Instagram and Facebook, they are sisters, but think about it. Just like you said, you're more of a Facebook kind of person. Right. So different people view different content at different points of their life. So just because you post something on Facebook doesn't necessarily mean the people on Instagram are going to see it and they still could find value with that. So right. I look at it as different, like uh, it's like different TV channels and right. people always gravitate towards the TV shows that they want to watch. Some people watch the Facebook TV show. Some people watch the Instagram TV show. So right. Um, yes, you should create original content and think about your followers, but right. I don't see anything wrong with putting the same type of content. If you want to space it out on different days, so it feels a little bit of that variety with it. But again, you're going to be reaching a totally different audience on Instagram that might not see what you're doing because just because someone's following you on Facebook doesn't necessarily mean they, they're following you on Instagram and vice versa. And right. there's also going to be different people that you're going to be reaching on those channels within Instagram. And that's not even to mention within Instagram too. Um, if you just even think about this, the different channels, 
on Instagram is its own channel, but then within Instagram are three different channels where you have people that post photos with the words um, and videos with the words. They also have your stories, which are those short 15 second clips, and then IGTV, which are the longer videos. Right. So those are different channels of content as well, too, that are going to reach different people that could they people just consume content differently. So it's just something to think about when you're creating that content that um, you can repurpose it keep your followers in mind and when they're hanging out there, what they're looking for, but you can use some things that are very similar to Facebook and Instagram because you're going to be reaching different types of people. Right. Now, one of the things that I'm a big believer in is that, you know, your habits define your life, you know, and I think for a lot of people, social media is a, can feel like a have to more than a get to and that sort of thing. So there is a habitual nature to creating on social media in a natural sort of way. It's kind of like, you know, my right hand and left hand nowadays, it just kind of, it just kind of works. It's just, you know, I just think like that nowadays, but a lot of people don't, especially if they've not been in business or they've never grown a business before. So talk about, you know, for the artist that is sitting out there, maybe they're just coming back to their art or technology is overwhelming for them, or they're not sure, you know, how to jump into this water. Um, Maybe what are a couple of tips that you would say, you know, as you're starting or wanting to see this accelerate for you, where, where would you start? Absolutely. So at the end of the day, it's about connecting with people. So um, what you can do is just what kind of intention are you setting for the day to connect with your followers? So if it's on Instagram, um, what I would say for someone that's just starting off, just start get used to using the app and making it a habit. And you don't have to go crazy with this because I know that's where a lot of people get a little bit stressed out because they think they have to be in all the apps at all the same time. If you just make a commitment to yourself, how am I going to connect with my audience today? And what is that going to look like? And whether it's just, you know, a written post with a photo, whether you do a story, which is that video, or if you do a longer video, but just set that intention of what kind of connection and what kind of value do I want to give my followers today? And value can be as simple as something inspirational, like a quote. Um, It could be a tutorial where you teach them something. It could be something funny. It could be behind the scenes of what it is that you do. Never take for granted anything that's in your wheelhouse that you might think it's just, oh, this is just boring stuff. Like this is just normal. Um, Never take that for granted because what you might not find that interesting, your followers, they're going to be, they're super curious. They want to get to know you. So post those behind the scenes photos of you, of you working, Um, you know, post a tutorial of how you do something, something that might seem just super simple to you, but for them, it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But make that commitment to yourself. Again, just one thing, what kind of value do I want to share today? And if you could just set that intention each day and do that in a post or a video, it's going to take off some of that pressure because again, it's like not having that perfect post, not having that perfect, you know, social media, you know, uh, situation. It's just, I just want to give value every day. What is that going to look like for me today? That's so important. I was talking to Tanya about that the other night, you know, something simple I said on Facebook and there are all these comments are like, Oh my gosh, it's so profound or it changed my life or whatever. Like we all think, you know, when we get an idea or when, when we've, you know, kind of come into a new revelation. We think that everybody's got that, you know, and and they don't, you know, so like you said, the things that you take for granted that are just kind of your normal life, especially as an artist uh, and for people that are wanting to buy from an artist, our life is kind of unique. I mean, you know, in the studio doing these things, spending our days creating. And so for a lot of people, they're like, wow, can you really (laughs) do that? And how do they do that? And I was telling somebody the other day, you know, about, it's just interesting the things on social media that get coverage and 
here I am trying to create all this content and all this kind of stuff. And my, my number one post on Facebook, and it turned out to be Instagram as well, of all time is me out there scraping a log with a draw knife, making my, my baskets. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I just had me out there on a live video. And that thing's got like 25,000 views. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's the things that we don't think about that are just exactly. so interesting to people. Suppose exactly. That. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, well, now before you go, I want to ask you about um, hashtags because yes. I know people are like, what is a hashtag? And I, it's funny, I have to tell people, I was like, honey, listen, this is what we used to call the pound sign. So, <laughs> you know, it is really important on Instagram. So, I've, when I teach and have taught social media and Instagram um, to, in my mentoring program, I kind of talk about hashtags as neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, these are groups of people and neighborhoods of people that are interested in the same type of thing. So if you want to be seen and found uh, in that neighborhood and as somebody that's influential in that, make sure that you're researching and using those hashtags. So how would you explain hashtags to somebody and maybe the, the top way to, to start seeing those really produce fruit in their business. Well, I love the neighborhood analogy. I love that. I always say hashtags are like um, Instagram's own little SEO. So it's okay. their own little, own little way of finding content. And you can use up to 30 hashtags on your written post and up to 10 on your stories. And people are always like, that's a lot of hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> but when you, the more hashtags that you use, and if you have that ability to use them, it's gonna get your content in front of the right people. So when researching your hashtags, and I, this is something that um, I teach people, it's really a matter of just some trial and error and some research, but looking for hashtags that are relevant for the people that are looking for that type of content. So yeah. um, really focusing on that. Local hashtags are really important too, especially if you're a local artist and you want to attract people into your shop or into your store or into your gallery. Using those local, local hashtags, even though they're, they're smaller hashtags, they're going to get your content in front of the right people that are going to come to your store, right. um, and, which is going to be more important for you than getting more of like that widespread, if, especially if you're trying to bring people in in your community as well. And so it's just a matter of testing them out and tracking your, your hashtags. I keep them all stored in one spot so I can, and I group them together so that that's not a pain point for me later on when I'm creating content, I can just copy paste, put it right into my post and it's ready to go. Um, the biggest piece is that organization piece because people get stressed out. Like when they tell them they right. have the 30 hashtags, it's like, oh my gosh, I have to type that out every time. Like, no, no, no. Like plan ahead. That little bit of preparation that you'll do will make it so much easier when you yes. start to do this on a regular basis. Yeah. I'm just going to say 98% of y'all need to rewind and listen to that last 15 seconds because that, that was the thing that overwhelmed me. Cause I'm like, I don't remember the hashtag I used last time. I don't know where to do it. What is this sending me all, you know, I'm doing Instagram and it's giving me all these autofill recommendations, which yes. ones do I do. I don't know. You know, so spend the day, spend a few Absolutely. hours researching. And, and I put mine in my notes section. I'm, that's exactly, that's what I do too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. On my iPhone. And then yep. just boom, I can copy and paste. And well, Melissa, this has been so good. I know we could talk for, for hours. Yes. The great thing is though, da, 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 you and Paul, all right, which we'll also be interviewing on the, on the podcast later on, uh, are both going to be speaking at the thriving Christian artist conference coming up in March, 2020. Uh, here in Asheville, and we are so excited. To we are so excited. Oh my gosh, we're like already we're looking at the venue and all the things that are planned <laughs> out. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful spot. And um, the thing that's going to be nice um, that 
is always my heart at a conference is not only speaking from stage, but you guys are so personable and uh, approachable. And we're excited to have you guys to be with us all weekend and people will be able to ask you questions yes. and, and talk to you and that sort of thing. So any preview of what you might be it's a long way away yet, but you know, any, <laughs> any little nugget or anything like that? that well, you I, I think with, with, the, uh, with the conference, I'm really going to be diving in deeper into Instagram and some of those connection pieces. Okay. And some of the things that I do, again, when I talked about that psychology background, but blending that together and doing it in a way that's going to be easy for you to really connect with your people and invite them to, to work with you, uh, as well as that positioning we talked about. So we're going to go doing a deep dive into that. And, and, awesome. and then, again, I'm really excited too, because I love, I love meeting people at live events. Like that's my, one of my favorite things. So like, that's just, I'm super excited about meeting everybody too. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're listening to the podcast, you're like, I didn't know about this. Listen, you can, you can, <laughs> register right now uh in the the link in the post uh early bird registration uh ends on december 1st so if you want a hundred dollars off your conference ticket you need to register by december 1st and then you can uh after that it goes to the normal price and you know i was just looking at registration this morning melissa I, we may sell out before we even ah! go public so if you're <laughs> that's awesome which is awesome so i'm like if you're if you want to come to this you need to you need to, uh, you know, register very quickly. So, well, Melissa, thanks for being on. Where is the best place? Obviously, Instagram, uh, yeah. but the the best place kind of for people to connect with with you and your and your world and what you're doing with this post. Well, if anyone wants to follow me on Instagram, it's um at real Melissa Pruitt, and it's um also the same thing on Facebook. Facebook at real Melissa Pruitt. So people can follow me there, shoot me a message. I'm happy to answer any questions that that people have about Instagram and just get to know you too. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Melissa Pruitt, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.